It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Pancake Tuesday. We just poured another serving of pancakes. Oh my God. I made better pancakes, right? Yeah. Trial and error. You used olive oil. Everything stuck to the pan. You used butter. I used real butter. Everything came off. Oh, Julia Child would be proud. Greasy and nice. Big. Just loaded on the butter. Delicious. Of course, Fat Tuesday, Shrove Tuesday, Pancake Tuesday, the day before we enter Lent, the 40-day period of Lent. Typically, a lot of people sacrifice for Lent. They sacrifice something. For co-op Kate, it would be chocolate milk. A couple things I'm going to be giving up. I'm going to give up looking for any kind of ethnic food in Huron County. I'm just, I think I've exhausted it, and I don't think it's worth it anymore. I gave up a long time ago. (laughs) Me too, brother. On that. I'm going to give up sauerkraut and Brussels sprouts. It's going to be tough. That's a tough one. Really tough. (laughs) You love Brussels sprouts. I love I'm going to give up wearing my Lulu tights in the office. Not because I want to. HR says I can't do it anymore. There is a God. I'm going to give up vacuuming and cleaning the bathtub. That's big of you. Yeah, I'll miss it. Picking up the dog crap in my yard. Yeah, let the dog oh, I'm going to give that up. He's the one crapping. And I'm giving up shoveling the driveway. Tough. Oh, the old technology. They make it so hard to change your clock. I have an older oven and it just gives me trouble. It's a touch sensitive button, one touch button, you press clock. And then if you press it hard, it goes real fast. If you lighten up a little bit, it goes slower. There's never a happy medium where you can get the time right. And I always go over, then I have to just keep going round and round and round the clock until I get it right. What kind of old ass oven are you using? I don't know. It takes wood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes pretty sense. old. That makes sense. But the one in my van, it's a, it's a newer van, three, four years old. Humble brag. It's a simple button. It's a touch screen. You press clock, and then there's arrows for both the hour and the minute. And you only have to hit the hour. You just have to click the hour. One click, done. Love it. And, and they did away with the whole AM, PM thing. Because how is that even relevant? Doesn't matter. Like, you don't know if it's 2 a.m. Honey! Is it 2 a.m. or is it midnight or is it noon? Yeah, is it lunchtime or time to get out the bag of chips? Why do we even deal with this a.m. p.m. garbage? I think this is a millennial doing. You know how millennials are killing all these industries? They're killing fabric softener, that second bed sheet you put on your bed. They're Mm -hmm. not using that anymore. Another industry being targeted by the millennials, the daylight savings time industry, because it's just useless. There's no sense. It's like, I'll deal with having daytime for less. Whatever it is we get from daylight savings time, I'll deal with having that. Exactly. I think we're getting rid of all the useless stuff that's not serving us, including daylight savings time. Absolutely. It's time to get rid of it. Throw it out with the mayonnaise. MIT Technology Review, they ran a story about the so-called hipster effect. How people who oppose mainstream culture, they all end up looking the same, but they all think they're so different. Counterintuitive, right? So they paid to use a standard Getty image, stock photo. Stock photo of a guy dressed as a hipster, plaid shirt, man bun, he had a beard. Typical hipster. One of their readers wrote in and claimed that he was going to pursue legal action. He's arguing that, hey, you used a photo of me without my permission. Shame on you. Give me money. Wasn't actually him. It wasn't him. It was another hipster. Yeah. See, I saw this photo. I'm a little bit of a hipster, minus the beard. I have the exact shirt, the exact same toque. I could see how someone could get mixed up. Fair enough. I've scrolled through the internet and thought I saw myself. Like, is that me? Oh, no, that's just another aging hipster. 
sad, isn't it? Aging but, hipsters have a look all their own. But I mean, there there are stereotypes that are true, though. Like, for example, everybody who works at Bruce Power, absolutely chiseled with muscle, great facial hair, handsome as hell. That's true. Every single one of them. And all the people who are driving to seven acres right now in Tiverton to grow the weed, uh, they're all totally red-eyed. But it's not from the pot. They're tired from the daylight savings time, that, officer. That's right. That's right, officer. I'm not stoned behind the wheel. They it, all look the same. Oh, I've got the brobonic plague. You got the man cold. Yeah, the hebola, the the brokitis. Meningococcal meningitis. Yes, the hemfluenza. The heasels. Uh, yeah, it's not so bad. I but, had to fake it, though, yesterday because my poor wife, she's definitely feeling worse than I am. She's got tooth pain. She needs a root canal, man. And sometimes you milk it perhaps when, you know, everyone else is feeling good. But I'm not even going to bring it up. She's waiting on a root canal. I can't compete with that. No, man. That hurt. So I held it together. Took a fistful of drugs. Made supper. Stayed on my two feet. Got everybody else sick in the process. I live by myself. I'm just competing with the cats. It's not a competition, but it is awful when you're parents and you both have something. And you're trying to hold it together for the kids. Do you have to tell the kids, like, listen, be extra nice to your mom. She's yeah. in a lot of pain. Don't come to her with your complaints. Come to me. Either way, it's it's not a competition between you and your wife about who's in more pain or who's sicker. But if it was a competition, she'd be winning. That's yep. all I'm saying. Yep. Well, when you're working with saws and wood, there's a chance maybe you'll cut off your finger. Everyone had one shop teacher that had a couple fingers missing, right? We all had that shop teacher. Yeah. Mine was Mr. Peterson. Was he missing a finger? Yeah, a couple. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. Great teacher. A uh, few fingers. <laughs> few fingers missing. My sister-in-law, she posted this on Facebook two days ago. I thought nothing of it. She says, thankfully not heard often. Hey, I found my finger. And, and that's cryptic uh, and weird. And I'm thinking, oh, it's some kind of... Joke, I don't know. And then she posted photos. Then the photos came a few days later, and Facebook has this warning on it. This photo may show violent or graphic content. Yeah, and they were right. And you have to click uncover photo. I click on it, and it looks like some Halloween makeup. She shows the bloody finger in, in two pieces. And then there's a second picture of the half of the finger on the floor. It's Good just, Lord. It's gross. And the fact that they posted this makes me think, like, is this for real? Unfortunately, yes, it is for real. Do I give them my condolences for the finger? Do you, or, a, do, you do a laughy face emoji? Yeah, do I make a joke? I don't know. I don't know what the appropriate thing to do here. Do I say, do you need a hand? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully they can sew it back on. They did get the finger there to the hospital. The applause emoji. Yeah. That's tough, man. It is tough. It's almost as gross as when people post political memes. That's the most disgusting thing you can post to Facebook. No, I'd rather look at severed fingers. Me too. You see me coming in here often with my hoodies on. Yeah, you wear a hoodie. I like wearing hoodies. There's nothing wrong with a hoodie. I well, didn't think. I didn't think so either, but apparently there's an age where you're officially too old to wear a hoodie. Who says this? I don't know, some study, some fashion experts. 26. 26 years old? Yeah. And you have to stop. What's wrong with a hoodie? It's just a sweater with a hood on it. There are some exceptions, though. Girlfriends are allowed to steal their hoodies from their boyfriends. That's allowed. I've lost so many good hoodies. To girlfriends? Yeah. Brutal. Am I just doomed to shop at Mark and Spencer now? Yeah, For the rest are. of my days? You are. Walk right past the Abercrombie and Finch? Fitch, isn't it? Finch. 
I thought it was Fitch. Fitch. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, so doesn't matter. You're too old for I'm it. I'm too old to even know how to pronounce it. Except there are some rules for younger people. Young kids, you're not allowed to wear a cardigan until you're 40. How do you like that? Yeah. But adults, you're not allowed to wear shorts in zero-degree weather. That's still only for teenagers. That rule still exists, though. The Grim Reaper's older than 26. He gets to wear a hoodie. Is that your argument for wearing a hoodie? The Grim Reaper wears one. I should be allowed to. It kind of proves their point, doesn't it? But sometimes I just like escaping from the world and throwing that hoodie on. Tightening the hood right over your face. It's like an adult version of a kid fort. Put that hoodie on and cry some days. And your <laughs> wife's like, Matthew, I can see you. <laughs> no, you can't. No. <laughs> I can hear you crying too, Matthew. <laughs> no. Premier Doug Ford was in Mild May last night. Huron Bruce PC Riding Association set that up. It was big spaghetti dinner, and during his speech, his phone went off, and he made a nice little joke about that. Our reporter John Davinsky was there. Here's the clip. We reached out to the... you believe that? Unbelievable. I apologize. I forgot to turn it off. That's the first time that's ever happened. I'll let you know it was Justin Trudeau. I'll call him back later. So, anyways. Nothing like a little Trudeau joke. Aha, Justin Trudeau. I like that it's like an old Nokia phone or something. Those old ones where you play snake on it. But we were thinking... He shouldn't poke fun at the Prime Minister, although they have their political differences, sure. There's a lot of things Premier Doug Ford and Prime Minister Justin Trudeau have in common. Yeah, they could bond over a few things. They both like yoga. They're both huge into yoga. I'm sure that, I think his nickname, Doug Ford, is Doug Yoga Ford. It was on the campaign trail. Everybody called him Doug the Yogi Ford. Yeah. Uh, Both have thick, luxurious hair. I'm thinking maybe they could braid each other's hair. could talk about which boys at school they like. That'd be nice. That'd be Tr- sweet. Trudeau likes hashtags. Doug allegedly sold hash. Yeah. Something they could bond to. Both allegedly. Ha- hash in their past. Back in the day. Totally. I'm not judging. Totally. Trudeau likes expensive vacations to India. Ford prefers Mild May. Uh, two very similar places. They both like to get away. They say Mild May is the India of Bruce County. That's right. Doug is the 26th premier. Justin thinks he's 26. Yeah, he acts like it. Yeah. His shirt's way too unbuttoned. There's a lot in common. They both have nice teeth. Doug likes to cut funding for things. Trudeau likes to cut members of his cabinet. Ooh, that's political oh. humor. Premier Doug Ford in Mild May, beautiful Bruce County. He said he'd come back, and while he was giving a speech, his phone rang, and he made a little wisecrack about our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. So when it came to health care, we reached out to the... you believe that? <laughs> Unbelievable. I apologize. I forgot to turn it off. That's the first time that's ever happened. I'll let you know it was Justin Trudeau, but I'll call him back later. So, uh-huh. anyways. <laughs> yeah, I got a good wow. one from the crowd. And he should have just rolled with it. Two jokes there. Yeah. Oh, it's the first time that's ever happened, <laughs> Justin Trudeau. He should have just kept rolling. Should have said something like, oh, it's good reception here in Mild May. Better than the reception I'm getting from the Liberals. You know that Justin Trudeau, he keeps texting me because I had to block him on the Snapchat. This spaghetti's about as tangled as Trudeau's cabinet right now. Mr. Trudeau wants a carbon tax, but we should tax his hair gel. That would fix the deficit. <laughs> it's Kathleen Wynne delivering the pizza. <laughs> 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 Those are just a few jokes. If there's anybody in the uh, Huron-Bruce PC Riding Association wants to send those jokes over to the premier, he can have those free of charge. This tunes <laughs> in March. You know what tunes I love to listen to while I'm giving you a ride today? Christmas. Crank the Christmas tunes. <laughs> and the passenger's like, no! The guy almost died. The driver told authorities that... 
He allegedly began to choke him, this guy in the back seat, trying to make him to stop the Christmas songs. Victim claimed he was choked to the point where he nearly passed out. It was a Christmas miracle he survived. The driver had a long white beard and was wearing a red suit. Oh, it was Santa. Yeah. He almost choked out Santa. We almost didn't have a he Christmas. He almost became the new Santa. Oh, that's what happens when that's you... That's what happens. If you accidentally kill Santa, you become the new Santa. Oh, my God. So that would have been that guy's worst nightmare. That's what happened to Tim Allen. Yeah, exactly, in that movie. The Santa Claus. In that terrible movie. Did you know the original script of that movie, he actually accidentally shoots Santa? With a shotgun, right? With a shotgun. <laughs> he accidentally shotguns Santa. <laughs> they figured that wasn't good, and we'll, we'll just have him fall off the roof. Santa Claus, an American story. Story last week from the OPP. Guy got stuck on Orchard Line in the snow. Turns out he had a bunch of stolen stuff in his vehicle. Bush. Bush move. Oh, yeah. By this thief, dude. Dude, have snow tires on you, man. At least have the snow tires if you're going to be a thief in Huron County. You should know by now, I'm an idiot, and I know not to take Orchard Line in a snowstorm. I can confirm Matt is a huge idiot. Yeah. Also, you don't want to be identifiable, so you got to wear those glasses with the nose and the mustache attached. Oh, yeah. It's small town Ontario, man. People are going to recognize you. With the mustache. Well, then they might think you're our local mayor. John Grace. He's got a nice mustache. Nice mustache yeah. on that man. And hey, if you're going to rob someone, you do it while everybody's at the Dungan and Super Pole, obviously. It's going to be so loud, no one's going to hear you breaking in. Yeah, and plus the entire town is there. Yeah, everybody's no there. No one's home. There's not a single person home. No problem. If you're going to rob in Godrich, Summerfest. Yeah, same thing. Summerfest. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's at home. Everybody's at downtown and they're trashed. Lock your doors. We all know that Hearing a nice story before bed. It works for the kids. You start them into a story, two or three lines in, they're gone. They're right out. What would you do if I told you that you could do this as an adult? Who's telling me the story, though? Matthew McConaughey. That sexy southern voice of Matthew McConaughey. It's a good voice. There's this app called Calm. And there's a bunch of things on this app that will help you fall asleep. There's meditation. There's movement. There's music. Sleep stories. So Matthew McConaughey on this app has a story called Wonder, a grandfather explaining the magic of the universe. Sounds boring. I would totally fall asleep to that. Oh, but listen to it. Well, hello there. I'm Matthew McConaughey, and tonight I'll be reading a special sleep story called Wonder. Before we begin... <laughs> I'm already tired. As you settle in under the covers with your head easing into the pillow and your body sinking into the mattress... Nice, Holy dude. smoke. Wow. He's got a nice voice. Or you could just watch The Wedding Planner. That'll put you to sleep, too. Yeah, that would move you. It was yeah. terrible. How to lose a guy in 10 days. Fool's gold. That's another boring one. Well, we, we, don't, we want people to fall asleep. We don't want them to cry to sleep. What did you give up for Lent? Um, uh, Nothing. I gave up hope. I gave up my health. Yeah, there's a guy yeah, in Ohio, cool. though. He gave up uh, pretty well food and drink, except for one drink. Except for beer. He's drinking nothing but beer for Lent. He works at a craft brewery. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but uh, he's just drinking his beverage of choice, beer. And he says it's actually a tribute to Bavarian monks who did the same thing back in the 1600s. Yeah, right, eh? They, they would make a super hearty beer so that all they could eat or slash drink during that fast was beer. For 46 days, these 46 monks days. were just sloshed, living off of liquid bread, they called it. Yeah, basically what beer is, liquid bread. So he's paying tribute to Bavarian monks. And although it used to be called the fast of the monks drinking beer for several days straight, we now call it here on Huron County, luck no music in the fields. Yeah. It's pretty well the same thing. Yeah. Beer diet for several days and good country music. 
Some news out of the Rogers Center. So some cheaper beer and snacks are coming. Typically a tall boy is about 11 bucks or 12 bucks for one tall you buy boy. Buy a whole case for that. But now they're offering $5 cans of beer, cans of Budweiser, smaller cans, or like the Pepsi can size. And then $5 hot dogs where the hot dogs would normally be 10, 11 bucks. So you don't have to spend quite the money you'd be spending before. The catches. So for baseball games, the Rogers Center holds uh, close to 60,000 people. There's only going to be three of these stands offering these cheap snacks. Three stands serving over 50,000 fans. And there's no way they have enough hot dogs. Absolutely They'll not. They'll be running out. So you have to either wait in line and miss a lot of the game so you can get your $5 beer or you don't miss any of the game and you pay your 11, 12 bucks for a dog. And since it's the Rogers Center, extra mustard not included. You have yeah. to pay extra for the mustard. No, this is run by Rogers, the phone company. So you're going to nickel and dime you like crazy. And it's a family catch-up plan, so you got to share the catch-up packets with your family. And if you go over, they charge you, but they don't tell you when you've gone over. No, they don't tell you when you've grabbed too much catch-up. <sighs> Rogers. There's a lineup fee too. Fee to stay in line. And then if you leave the line, though, you still got to pay. Ugh. Is it time to ban cell phones from movie theaters? I don't know how we can do this, but we should. Yeah. So I got my tickets for Captain Marvel this weekend. Got them in January, early January. You've been talking about this for weeks. Can't wait to go. You get to the theater and there's people pulling out their cell phones. In the movie. Dude, you, you pull it out before the movie, no problem. Commercials, who cares? But when the movie's on, man, put the phone away and there's a lot, dude. Like half a dozen. But I do this when I'm watching films at home. I'll be watching, uh, oh, who's that actress again? And then you, you, you want to get the, that answer while you're watching the film. Yeah, but you're in the comfort of your own home. You're not disturbing anybody except your kids, maybe, but... You pay for you paid for the TV, you paid for the movie, whatever. So you're watching the film, trying to get into it, and there's all these bright lights all over the place, and you're ready to snap. Your your girlfriend even told the person, the girl, the girl next to my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, had, she, had, she had to say, "Can you please put your phone away?" Like pulling out a bright ass phone during a movie. Come you're, on, you're man. trying to watch the film. This it, happened in Godrich. I was at a movie, and a lady in front of me whips out her phone. Not even like secretly, she's holding it up in front of her stupid face. Oh no! And I was like, "Hey, can you put your phone away? It's my babysitter." That that's not even a good excuse, though, because we no. didn't used to have cell phones. We trusted the babysitter. We didn't need to hear from the babysitter while we were enjoying a film. So all I'm saying is, I plan to see the next Avengers movie at the Godrich movie theater. And it, oh, if you have your phone out during the movie, you're going to hear a booming, <laughs> angry, bald guy from the yeah. back being like, put your phone away. Oh, we do this at live theater. So why do people think they can do it at a Yeah, live theater, theater. Live theater. You have some respect for the, for the actors on stage and you Those put your phone away. Those phones go off. And they, I made that joke when I opened up the comedy thing on Friday. I said, please put your phones away. They light up your stupid face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You were that guy making that announcement. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. And it's true. And it, people respected that. And it, it, shi- it shines a bright light in the dark room on your big, stupid face. So when you go to the movie <laughs> theater, show some respect for the other patrons who dropped the- That might be their only time going out that month. I know. I'm just a bald, middle-aged idiot. Like, forget what I think. But there are other people who might only go to a movie once a month, and you're ruining that experience. Don't be a tool. And trust me, I'm really strong and big. Just trust that I look like that. I don't think I've ever seen someone so upset about something. I get so bothered, this man. This clearly bothers you. It's common courtesy and i really want to see avengers don't ruin this for me 
Oregon man trapped in his car for five days went off the road couldn't get out of the snow this could happen around here the importance of having a survival kit it has happened here happens all the time <laughs> happened along the 402 I think was it the winter of 2010 2011 the 402 was shut down well people have been stuck on 21 for for a day shut down for days yeah my girlfriend included what do you do what do you eat well this guy and his dog they survived by eating packets of Taco Bell fire sauce <laughs> how long was he trapped what? five days he didn't survive off them he just ate them you can live off nothing for five days <laughs> he just chose to eat Taco Bell hot sauce packets for five days nobody can blame him but wouldn't that have the opposite effect just like flush everything that was in there right out yeah then the dog has something to eat that was a gross joke that I regret saying the second it came out of my mouth there you go but seriously it's a good idea to not clean out your car sometimes I know you know you clean out your car you find those old Tim Hortons creamer packets you find those McDonald's french fries the things you could survive off of if you're stuck on Highway 21 in the winter. There's always three or four fries under the seat. And yeah. you can live off those fries because they're good for, I think, 20 years. Yeah, the cheeseburger, they're, too. They're good for a long time. Delicious. Down in the States, in Michigan, at Lake Superior's Isle Royale National Park. We all know Isle Royale National Park. Beautiful park. Yeah. They're having a moose problem. And who do you call when you're having a moose problem? Say it with me. Wolves. Wolves. Well, Canada, I was going to say, because we oh. know all about moose. Uh, yeah. That's our thing. <laughs> it's on our money. But they want more than just our syrup. They want our big, bad wolves. Yeah, they're taking the wolves. Yeah, they, they got four Canadian wolves, airdropped them into this national park because they want to kill off some of the moose because the moose are eating all the shrubs and trees on the island. All of the shrubs are gone because of the moose. They're basically eating the national park. There'll be nothing left of it if they don't, if not for these wolves. And they also want to increase the wolf population. Uh, we got a lot of good hunters in this area. Just call some of the hunters. Say, hey, we got some moose that need to be taken care of. Yeah. Come get some of that good moose meat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had moose? I have. How well, is it? It's gamey. Is okay. that what you're supposed to say? It's I don't know. Moosey? Moosey, it was good. Okay. It was good. I've had moose burgers many times. My uncle goes hunting for moose. Nice. And we go down to his place and have burgers. They're mm. taking all. They're taking all our good stuff, though. They're they're killing the moose. They're taking our wolves. I mean, soon they'll be asking for our ketchup chips. They'll be asking for our French's ketchup. <laughs> oh my god! Asking for our maple syrup. They already take our maple syrup. Yeah. Everybody around the world knows it's good. If you're ever traveling around the world and you want to bring somebody a serious gift, maple syrup is a very serious commodity around the world. My dad takes it. I learned to Lebanon when he travels over there, and they're like, "Oh my god, this stuff is gold." What is this elixir? It is. It's so delicious. And it's such a unique flavor that people who have it for the first time are just blown away. They're like, where is this magic sauce coming from? Magic sauce. It comes from trees. It comes from Canadian trees. They can't believe it comes from trees. I think 85% of the world's maple syrup comes from Quebec, from what I understand. Mm -hmm. And they hold it off to, there's like a mafia for maple syrup. And they don't let all of it out at once. They kind of let it out slowly Ooh. to make sure the price stays high. Oh, yeah, dude. Nice. It's serious. Canada takes their maple syrup very serious. Ontario is set to announce this week cell phones will be banned in classrooms. Fair enough, man. Your yeah. kid has a smartphone. You're okay with him having his phone taken away? Well, not really. I mean, that's kind of your encyclopedia now. Back in my day, we had to go to the encyclopedia cart. Back in Matt's day, kids, yeah. the encyclopedia was in a book form. It was a bunch of books from A to Z. Boring ass books in the library. They were gray. 
you had to look through them for so long before you could actually find what you were looking for. They were categorized by letter. Back in my day, we were distracted maybe by our calculators. We would write 58008. Eight, turn it upside down. Which spells, of course, boobs. Yeah. Writes boobs. And then if you were really creative, you could do boobies or boobless. Right. On the calculator. Hours of fun. Back in my day, back in my day, and and my day was about 20 years after your day, uh, we'd help the teacher get the TV from the tech (gasps) classroom. When you were chosen to go get the TV, that was... There wasn't a projector in every single classroom. You had to go to the the tech class, get a TV that was on a little rolly cart. You'd have to roll it down the hallway... And he'd go with a buddy, and one of you would ride on the cart. And the best was <laughs> the best was when there was a VHS and a DVD player on the cart, and the teacher didn't know how to switch between inputs. Ah. So then you could delay the class even further by being like, "Oh, I know how to figure this out," because the teacher is like, "We'll get one of the smart I, kids." I don't understand what's happening. How do I switch to the VHS? Then you go back even further than that. And they had iPads of sort, like the mini chalkboard, the slates. It was basically the size of an iPad. Did you go to school in 1846? When did you have little chalkboard slates? Well, I never had this, but I've seen it on Little House on the Prairie. Fair enough. Looks Fair. like an iPad. It's, a, it's, a, it's an iPad of sorts. I'm sure they uh, doodled some inappropriate things on those and distracted the other kids. Totally. Draw two stick figures doing it. I'm sure there was stuff going on. There's a beer battle going on in New Orleans. New Orleans. Mardi Gras is going on. There'll be a lot of beer consumed there today. Yeah. Because a lot of people give up beer for Lent. I know someone who gives up alcohol for Lent. Sometimes they get a little miserable. It's good for you, but... It makes your wife happy. (laughs) Yeah. The battle is between huge-ass beers... Versus giant ass beers. Plus size pour of draft. They have t-shirts, doormats, huge signs. They even have a mug shaped like an ass. Huge ass beer. So they're suing giant ass beer down the street. Huge ass beer filed lawsuit against giant ass beer. Yeah. There's only room in town for one big ass beer. Either way, the lawsuit stinks. A lot of people don't realize that here in Huron County, there's some legal dispute town of Forest in Lambton Shores. Being sued by an actual forest for false advertising. No way. Yeah. I wonder who will win. I don't know. Run, Forest, run. Town outside of Grand Bend tried to call themselves Average Size Bend. Yeah, they're being sued by the Grand yeah, Bend. The yeah, the Grand Bend's not having it. I think Grand Bend is just insecure about the size of its bend. Yeah. Yeah, it's how you use the bend. That's right. We're in a lawsuit right now. Country 104.9. We are. Today's best country. There's a local nunnery who has the same slogan. Today's best Conventry. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. I'm going to sue the pants off those nuns, though. Yeah. So this happened. A groom spent the night in jail after punching a beachgoer in the face. Yes. (laughs) As somebody who goes to the Godrich Beach regularly in the summer, there's a lot of people I want to punch sometimes. Oh. Mostly litter bugs. Litter bugs. Litter bugs. Yeah. Well, this guy was doing the next best thing. They got this beautiful wedding set up on the beach. And then someone has to get in the picture where the photographs are going to be taken. Yeah. Like, yo, really? You have to put your blanket there. You have to swim right there. To be fair, if it's on a public beach, man, you run the risk. But still, you'd have the respect of getting out of the way, getting out of the shot. You should. This happened at my wedding. I've seen you kind of sad a few times. I rarely see you mad. But you said this situation got you fuming. No, it didn't at the time. It's when I look back at the wedding. (laughs) When you think back about it. It's when I look back at the wedding video and the wedding pictures that these people had the nerve to do this. 
looked like you were getting mad. Like, I don't see anger in your eyes very often, but you were telling me and you well, were kind of getting mad about it. I was relating to this. Okay. Guy. Yeah, I'm mad. Yeah, I'm mad. It's, it, it took me 25 years to realize it, but yeah, I am. You're allowed to be mad. Yeah. It's a natural yeah. emotion. Yeah. You had a wedding by a river. I did. Picturesque where my wife grew up. We had a tent, all the chairs out there in the open. This was like the most hipster wedding before hipsters. We yeah, wore, you're the OG hipster. We wore bare feet. We did bare feet. We basically dressed in burlap. You smoked your clothing after. My wife got her dress at the Goodwill. It was one of those weddings. It was beautiful. She wore flowers in her hair. It was a hippie wedding. And uh, right when we're getting married, walking down the aisle, these people decide to bring their canoes up the river. I've never, to this day, never seen anyone canoe down that river. So clearly they saw the wedding in the distance and thought, oh, let's go up and take a look, see what's going on up there. Is that what they sounded like? Well, I think so. Let's see what's going on there. That's what I assume. Sounded like goofy. Yeah, I I mean, I'm thinking this is kind of an unintelligent thing to do. You see a wedding, a group of people going on. You don't canoe past them and get in all the shots. You're so polite. You wanted to say dick move, but you said unintelligent move. (laughs) No, I didn't. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Like, that was kind of an unintelligent move. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, basically. Fair enough. What you said. So in the back of your photos are these canoers. Yeah. Oh, really? You have to come up now. Of all the times during the wedding. And I couldn't get at them to punch them out like this guy. But that wasn't even the biggest photobomb <laughs> of your wedding either. Biggest photobomb of the wedding was a couple kilometers up the road. There was a tornado going on. People were late for the wedding because they said they had to pull over their cars. Things were blowing all over the place. And so actually there is a funnel cloud coming out of the sky right in between us as we're getting married. And people were thinking, do we run? What do we do? It was in the distance enough so people felt safe, but photobombed by the tornado and canoers. Is that a good omen or a bad omen for your marriage? I think it's good. It turned out okay. A a tornado's two atmospheres coming together. It was symbolic to create one atmosphere. Uh, 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 Like a wedding. Yeah, a high-pressure system and a low-pressure system coming together to cause massive destruction. Yeah, I don't know if it was a good omen or not. It's been working out for you so far. You know what? But Your your marriage isn't done yet, so we'll see. But so far, so good. But I did smile as those canoers were heading into the storm. (laughs) (laughs) Joke's on you, canoers. (laughs) The World Wide Web is celebrating 30 years this year. Turned 30 years old this week. Other names that were considered for the World Wide Web were The Mesh. That's dumb. The Mesh. I don't know. It sounds cool. It sounds like a sci-fi movie or something. Fair enough. The Information Mine or The Mine of Information. (laughs) They went with World... Which is the same as the one before it. Information Mine or Mine of Information. Oh, yeah. They just flipped the words around. More or less. I mean, an easy name would have been, you just call it what it is porn and cat videos. True. Yeah. Or your uncle's racist rants. Or the cesspool of misinformation. Or the anti-vax cafe. Oh. For all the anti-vax people like to meet on the internet. You don't know more than doctors, Karen. Walmart might be getting rid of their greeters. The CEO sent out a public message saying the people greeters, they're going to want to get rid of them. They might be going. That's tough. How will you know what store you're in, for goodness sake? How will I know if I'm welcomed inside Walmart? How will I know where to find the carts? Exactly. I live by myself. Sometimes the only human interaction I have is with the Walmart greeter. Sometimes it's the only smile I get per day. You think my wife smiles at me? Hell no. I go to Walmart for my smiles. This is sad, though, because oftentimes it's, it's maybe an elderly, 
or disabled person, Walmart. You don't have to take this away. I, I like the greeter. I think it's nice. I think it, they welcome you into the store. Keep the greeters. Matt, yeah. needs, Matt needs somebody to talk to. So does Fatty. Seriously. We're, we sit in a lonely purple room. All The only people we talk to are each other. I'm getting sick of this guy. Keep the Walmart greeter. I'm kidding, buddy. I'm not getting sick of you. This happened this week. A mom boarded a plane without her baby. The flight's about to take off or may have even taken off. I'm not quite sure. Told the cabin crew that I left my baby in the boarding area. I left my baby in the boarding area. What was his name, Kevin? My baby. This is like a cross between Home Alone and Baby's Day Out. Yeah. And you might judge thinking, how does this possibly even happen? But this happened to you, fatty. Yeah, we were at the airport, Pearson International, picking up my uncle's family. They had just arrived to Canada, new Canadians. And the plane gets out, it's a big crowd, and I lose my dad for a while. And then after, oh, it seemed like a couple hours, he grabs my hand and pulls me to the car. And my cousin who was with us, I was like, dude, where were you guys? He's like, we were on Highway 401 going back to London. When I was like, my cousin was like, hey, where's Fatty? He just forgot that he took you. He forgot. This happened to me once, very momentarily. I had one of the kids in the car seat, went to the grocery store to pick some things up. Most times I go to the grocery store without the kids, but for some reason, I just forgot momentarily that I had brought one of the kids. Was this in the winter, summer? Was it hot, cold? No, it wasn't. It wasn't It wasn't during the heat of summer. I'm just trying to figure out what to tell the police when I call them. No, it was a comfortable temperature, and I didn't get that far. I got just inside the door of the grocery store, and I had this panic. Oh, my God, I brought one of the kids. I forget which one it was now, but it was just this. It can happen. You, you get distracted by something, and you forget that you have children. And this was... <laughs> This was your 20-year-old kid, too. This happened last week. Yeah. Yeah, he was crying when you got back to the car. <laughs> you forgot me, Dad. Oh. I thought you loved me. It can happen. And we put we put the request out there to call us if this has happened to you. But it's not something people really like to admit. They feel like they'll have their kids taken away from them. Yeah. But we could all easily do this. It can happen. Yeah. And if the hussies haven't had their kids taken away from them, <laughs> I'm sure you're totally fine. Oh, yes. Woman on a flight got bit by a scorpion. The flight was from Toronto to Calgary. It just happened to be there. What's a scorpion doing on a Canadian flight, she wondered. She started feeling this piercing pain. The flight attendant said it was, oh, it's just a gum wrapper. You're just sitting on a gum wrapper or something. What the hell kind of gum wrapper <laughs> is that know. flight attendant sitting on that's causing sharp back pain equivalent to a scorpion bite? So then she quickly took her seatbelt off, got up, and realized there was a scorpion in her sweater. Was it an emotional support scorpion? No. A couple of years ago, there's this story out of Vancouver, I think it was. Somebody brought their emotional support peacock to the airport. Yeah. And the airport said, no, no, your peacock's staying on the ground. And there was that other woman who tried to sneak on a squirrel. Yeah. Good <laughs> could, God. Can you imagine a squirrel in an airplane? <laughs> Good Lord. But in defense of this scorpion, probably spent 50 years getting those air miles. Yeah. Leave the scorpion alone. It used its points. Finally. <laughs> It's St. Patrick's Day this Sunday. Do we really even know what that is? Here in Canada, we just like to go out and 
drink. Another reason to drink, and that's okay. And you get dr- green beer. Which is also delicious. But uh, a lot of the Irish people find this all very offensive. And by the way, we've consulted no Irish people this no. morning. We did a quick Google search so we could have something to talk about on the radio. So for all we know, Irish people don't agree with these things, but we're going to go ahead with it. So Irish say, put down the green beer. It's offensive. <laughs> they don't do this in Ireland. They don't put green in their Guinness. It's like putting cheese whiz in your poutine. It's like using Aunt Jemima instead of real Canadian maple syrup. It's sacrilegious. And in Ireland, they actually go to church on St. Patrick's Day. And he's a saint. Well, and he had a rough life. He was abducted as a young boy, sold into slavery. Then he escaped, became a priest, and then spread the good news around Ireland. Is so they, that the story of St. Patrick? Yeah, had some miracles attributed to him. So at least once while you're drinking that green beer, think about the saint, perhaps. Say the Lord's Prayer and then and pound that Guinness. They also don't like it when you call it St. Patty's Day with two T's, the double T's. It's double D's, I guess, is what they want. They say it's like hearing nails on a chalkboard because the short form for Patty is for burger. Oh, yeah, it Patty burger. is burger. I have the same problem. Yeah, people think my name spelled with two T's. I know it's double. yeah, you do have the exact same problem. Yeah, it's a D. Also, don't generalize or stereotype the Irish people as a bunch of drunks. No, they like to smoke pot too. They're stoners as well. That's right. They There's, also they also enjoy potatoes and uh, and shamrock salad. Yeah, and they yeah. they love gold. By the way, it's shamrock shake season at McDonald's. Yeah, you just reminded me. They love gold and they love listening to you too. That's right. So stop generalizing the Irish. St. Paddy's Day this Sunday. The Irish are a wise people. They are. That's why we have a term Irish proverb. There's a lot of great wisdom the Irish have given us over the years. And a lot of their superstars are very wise too. Like U2's Bono. You love Bono. Sometimes I don't know the difference between U2's Bono and old Irish proverbs. You're going to throw in a proverb or a Bono quote. I have to guess which one it is. Okay. Uh, Here's health to your enemies' enemies. Is that Bono or an Irish proverb? That sounds like an Irish proverb. Correct. Nice. It's not the answers, but the questions we have wrong. That sounds like a something a tool would say. I'm going to go Bono on this one. <clears throat> Is that Bono? Yeah, that's Bono. Correct, Mundo. Don't be breaking your shin on a stool that's not in your way. Uh, I'm going to go proverb. I'm going to go Irish proverb. Yeah, you're right. You're there right. There we go. You're right. If it's drowning you're after, don't torment yourself with shallow water. That sounds like it's from a U2 song. I'm going to go Bono on this one. No. No? <laughs> you're right. That does, I, I swear that's out of a U2 song. Yeah, yeah, If you're asking somebody for something, it is a good idea to give them something first. That sounds like something Bono would say after being asked numerous times for something. Is that a Bono quote? That's Bono. That's a Bono. One more. Give me one more. It's easy to have the potato where there's love. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds stereotypical either way. It mentions potato. I'm going to guess Irish proverb. Yeah. There we go. Time to do a little quiz in honor of St. Patrick's Day going on this Sunday. We remember some old Irish proverbs. Irish proverb or quote from U2 frontman Bono. Yes. All right. Hit me, buddy. Okay. May you live as long as you want and never want as long as you live. That sounds like an Irish proverb. Yep. There we go. It is. An Irish proverb. There we go. 
Perspective is the cure for a troubled heart. That sounds like something a tool would say. I'm going to say Bono quote. Hey, don't mess with my man Bono. Is that right? Bono will be sainted one day. Was that right, though? Yeah, you're right. Correct the you're right. That was a Bono quote. Right. <laughs> um, the less you know, the more you believe. Oh, that sounds smart. I'm going to say Irish proverb. No, that's no? Bono. Oh. That's Bono. Oh, my goodness. Bono said something that sounded smart. I Lead feel, singer of U2. Feel used. May you be at the gates of heaven an hour before the devil knows you're dead. Ooh. Irish pro- I'm going to go Irish proverb. That's Irish proverb. Irish proverb. Also sounds like it could be Bon Jovi. It could be a Jovi tune. Yeah. History, like God, is watching what we do. Mm, that sounds like something pretentious Bono would say. Is that a Bono tune? That's Bono. That's a Bono tune. One more. Okay. To say what you feel is to dig your own grave. To say what you feel is to dig your own grave. Ooh, that could be either one. Proverb? Irish proverb? No. Bono tune. <laughs> no, not Bono. even Bono. Not Bono. Not Bono? Sinead O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor said that Another one. Irish person. <laughs> Irish superstar. But the Irish Sinead are wise. Sinead O'Connor. Their yeah. rock stars are even wise. They're wise and they're good with their words, man. Yeah. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.